everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show with today's guest, Mike Weber, principal at Gaston Electrical. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is a podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today's show is brought to you by Central, commercial carpenters and supporters of our conversation. So today, folks, we're going to do a quick little short podcast here with Mike. He's got a little bit of uh, breaking news, I guess we'll say. Um, and I do too. Uh, a long time ago, I thought a lot about putting out a um, an email that I would call Mass Construction Network. It would be either quarterly or monthly, but I, I wanted to make sure I did it right. So waited a long time to do it. And now a few things have kind of forced my hand here. One of them is Gaston and the products that they have put out that I'm excited about. And what this list will be is for folks that want to get information on lead times that we'll talk about today, things like permitting checklists. Uh, the 10th edition is coming into effect first quarter of this year. So what are those code changes that will affect you and the owners you work for? You want to provide that information to them. Uh, this week coming up, Boston Fire Department has an event uh, on Wednesday. I think that people would want to know about that. So that's going to be in the email as well if you want to find out that information. Uh, some fun stuff like cigar meetups or other events we might have. And last but certainly, certainly not least, Build Health International. Uh, who you heard when Jim and Sarah came on is always looking for used building products, used tools that you could take from your job site that you were just going to put in a dumpster and put them to good use building hospitals for people in developing nations. So that will be information that will be in there as well. So if that sounds interesting to you, please head to massconstruction.org. You'll see a tab that says Mass Construction Network. Sign up there and you will get this info in your inbox. All right. Thanks, Mike, for uh, being patient there. Welcome to yeah, the Mass Construction Show. Thanks for having me again, Joe. Good to be back. Yeah. Um, you're going to be unhappy, though. Bill's uh, download numbers or, or listen numbers are higher than yours. He <laughs> <laughs> He's like in the top 10. It must be prefab. Everyone yeah, yeah, that's what it is, I'm sure. Exactly. I was really early in the in the process, too. I think I was one of your first, first uh, guests, maybe. So yeah, I'll blame it on yeah. that. Yes, and that actually does have a lot to do with it. You know, some of those early ones that people didn't, um, you know, it hadn't really collected a decent audience yet. So, uh, but I appreciate you hopping on early. That was great. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today is you have a new little market outlook that has come out. You guys are calling it Gaston Pulse. Mm -hmm. uh, could you tell people what's what's in there? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, um, you know, COVID kind of happened in multiple stages for the construction industry, right? Where we shut down and then, you know, things got back to work in, in the city of Boston and Eastern Massachusetts. And, you know, things kind of went as normal and we didn't really see too much disruption in the supply chain, um, whether it be workforce or specifically in this case, materials um, until I would say probably the last six or eight months, things really started to be disrupted in our construction world how do we get materials? I mean, um, anybody who's tried to buy a refrigerator these days or, uh, you know, an appliance or anything that needs um, a computer chip um, has been really, it's been really challenging. So over the last couple of months or more, I've been asked by our customers and um, whether and partners basically that said, hey, how long to get this? And, and it's a continuous conversation. It's been um, something that I'm always talking about and writing emails about to, you know, but it's individuals. Like, so you'd show up me an email, I'd say, hey, uh, you know, the gear on this is it's 25 weeks. This is, you know, and basically it got to be a lot. And, and 
the demand out there is really for, hey, we need a market update of how long will it take for me to get electrical supplies? Um, because that's where our expertise is. So we reached out to some some partners and vendors, uh, talked to, you know, I, I have my name on this, but really the people in my office helped me put this together. Um, and what we're, what we're publishing, um, and we intend to do it quarterly, um, is we call it the pulse. Um, and it's really just an, you know, an overview of lead times and pricing, right? So we started there. And if there's a demand for more um, information, um, we'll certainly add that as we go. Um, so I implore anybody to reach out to us uh, and me specifically if um, you know ideas or questions for things that may be additional to what's not in this quick two page. Um, so really what we put together is, you know, again, a pulse of what the market is today. So as of right now, how long is it to get a switchboard? Um, 80 weeks, right? You know, or maybe 90, or sometimes 70, depending on the manufacturer. And those types of numbers um, are really affecting our day-to-day -day lives and our in our businesses and um, really affecting our job sites. Um, so that's kind of what yeah, we got today. Yeah, I mean, and I just automatically, my mind goes to these eight, 10-week jobs. And if the equipment's taken 30 weeks, it, it, you know, I mean, it's really going to blow these yeah, products out of the water. 100%. So what, what we're not seeing is eight and 10-week jobs. Um, you know, we can get a lot of things in eight and 10 weeks. What we cannot get um, are some light fixtures. We cannot get lighting controls. We cannot get specialty mm -hmm. fire alarm devices. We cannot get switch gear. We cannot get a meter socket um, in eight to 10 weeks. You need to plan your job, you know, almost 30 weeks in advance in order to get some of those things. So, yeah. And it's interesting that you bring up light fixtures because um, the funny backstory on this is. I think four years ago now we started talking That's right. about doing this and you had put up a couple of nice one pagers that we handed out when we did the education mm -hmm. and said, Hey, you PMs and supers sitting in this class learning about electrical systems. Hey, here's some lead times just for you to have as a good, you know, barometer to know what things take. And the big thing at that point was light fixtures, right? You, I don't know if you remember, I could show it to you. <laughs> You had a whole section on light fixtures and oh, then a yeah. small thing on the equipment. Other. And yeah, right. Exactly. It, it, and now it's flipped, right? Uh -huh. Yes, it's flipped very much so. So light fixtures, um, although still challenging to get um, at times, um, are not our biggest problem right now. Our, our problem is switch gear. Um, and it doesn't matter which manufacturer out of the major four that you go to, Siemens, ABB, Cutler, Hammer, or Square D, um, it is a constant battle on every single job to get switch gear. And I'm not just talking large pieces of switchboard that power entire, you know, um, core shell buildings. I'm also talking about a panel board that you're adding to your 5,000 square foot fit out that you just need 42 circuits. That's all you need. Um, guess what? I can't get the breakers for that for 30 weeks. It, it, and it's, um, it's mind numbing how, um, you know how this has affected us and, and on top of that which is also in our um kind of the pulse is what we'll call it the market update is you know some pricing and what the price has done um specifically for um, copper and aluminum materials over the past you know call it a year um eight ten months so you know pricing itself um you know for copper is you know we you know, we got to show you the comex chart in in, in the the publication that we have um, but really the 
pricing for for goods have gone up um oh i want to say i'm sorry to, i'm going to read it because I, i'm forgetting off the top of my head about 25 percent in 2020 and then another 20 another 25 percent in 2021 so that's for copper material so if i just bought you know 100 feet of wire in 2019 in 2020 that would have cost me 25 percent more and in 2021 it would have cost me 25 percent on top of the 2020 price um, it has since come down in 2022 about mm -hmm. 12 to 15 percent so overall from that 2019 cost level you know call it 35 percent ish we're up yeah. um and it's it's kind of the world we're living in so not only are we waiting longer to get some things but we're also paying a lot more to get them as well um yeah. and that's kind of like you know economics 101 things slow down when that happens right yes no no for sure into but to that effect have you started to see um any stabilization yet not necessarily going in the other direction but have you seen from either lead time or cost perspective things start to slow down sure um i would say on the on the copper and aluminum on the copper side specifically um there's been some stabilization and we don't anticipate um kind of on a macro level um that copper pricing will increase very much in the next quarter um same with aluminum um, where it is today um you know i'm not if I was really good at forecasting this stuff, I wouldn't be a contractor. I'd be a futures <clears throat> trader and be really rich. Um, <laughs> but you know, but again, everyone we talk to says, you know, for the most part, pricing is going to about for copper and aluminum products be stable for the next quarter. Um, that said, um, most manufacturers for switchgear are anticipating a four to ten percent increase in quarter one of 2023. Uh, most lighting manufacturers are anticipating another uh, five to ten percent increase on their products in quarter one of 23. So, although this, the copper wire and the aluminum wire may be level, the um, the, the finished components of lights and switchgear, um, those prices are still going to be going up next year. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it seems like there's two things at play. There's like the demand within the construction industry, the manufacturing issues for all the components. But then there's the overlay of just the general economic inflation that's happening. Even if there's oh. no problem getting some particular product, that product mm -hmm. is still going up just from general overall economic inflation. You nailed it, Joe. I mean, I um, it's been a long time since I studied economics in college, but I did I did a long time ago, and and you just named three main things plus a labor shortage, which is mm -hmm. kind of part of you know what you said in the in the manufacturing world, like. You can't get people to, main, to to run the plants. They can't get products to finish their products, and their prices are somewhat increasing or at least fluctuating heavily. Um, mm -hmm. And I talk about how the pricing for copper and aluminum products is sticky, so they're sticky down. So um, when uh, the Comex goes up, cost for my wire almost immediately goes up the same. When the mm -hmm. Comex goes down, the cost of my wire doesn't go down quite as fast. It's called yes. sticky down, right? So so all those all those things get you know together. Um, again, I'm not an economist, but it, it does tell me that things probably and the inflation rate, you know, all the things that we're that we're looking at on a uh, yeah, as an economy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. borrowing money is more expensive and things of that nature. You throw all those in the same bucket, and we'll tell you that developers are probably a little skittish right now. I like the phrase. What do you call it? Sticky down. Sticky down. Yeah. Sticky down because it doesn't slide, and that's nothing to say of excuse me 
That's nothing to say of, thank you, uh, a conversation I was having today in, with someone in the ductwork world. And, you know, they watch closely the cost of stainless, but mm -hmm. in particular, he was referring to nickel being under a lot of pressure, getting a little better. But uh, what I didn't know was the Ukraine is the third largest producer of nickel. Sure. So then you have that element weighing on uh, materials costs as well. It's it's it doesn't like you said it doesn't uh, give people a tremendous sense of comfort over the it, next. It really doesn't. And uh, again, we've been on a, a really great ride. And I'm not being pessimistic here because our backlog is still strong. We still have customers that are doing you know work that is you know um, they're very confident it's going to happen in 2023. So mm -hmm. you know this isn't you know the sky is falling talk. This is just you know someone who reads a lot and kind of follows some of this stuff and it just i don't know how it continue at such a hot a white hot pace that it has um even since you know COVID was a blip you know call it 12 14 weeks within massachusetts eastern massachusetts once we got back to work we went screaming off again and um i just feel like um specifically with you know the inflation as well as the interest rate rising um you know everyone's kind of backing off just a little bit on their developments hmm. um it, Not that they don't and, want to do them, but it just costs yeah. more to do them, and maybe pro formers don't work as well. Yeah, and again, we were chatting about this the other day, but um, on the on, I guess I don't even know if I want to say the bright side, but at least for uh, I guess on, in the short term, um, I was chatting with someone who's on the procurement side of one of the you know largest GCs in the country, mm -hmm. and he was saying. Q1 of 2023 is just shaping up to be an absolute monster, like nothing they've seen before from the uh, amount of work. As as Revenue-wise, yeah, well, work that's going to go in place and in, in product that they need to procure. Sure, you know. In, well, that's you know, and that's what I said. Like the backlog, uh, especially here at Gaston, it's as strong as we've ever had. So again, I'm not saying in in, in you know uh, in the there are there is a lot of work out there. There is a lot of work in eastern Massachusetts. Um, again, I'm just giving you the facts that you know pricing is going up. Lead times have risen to to levels that we've never seen before. And when you asked if they're going to stabilize, I talked about pricing. I'll go back to lead times now. Um, the answer is is we think. But when you're waiting 80 to or 70 to 90 weeks for a product, like I can't tell you if that's going to get worse until it's 70 weeks out, right? So. We're just getting lead times that far out. We haven't gotten there. So I, you know, talk to me at the end of 23, and I can tell you, yeah, they held their lead time of 80 weeks, right? Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know that, yet. Th those numbers are staggering. And like, uh, just for sport, I looked back on those old sheets we did sure. years ago, and I think the highest number on there was 20 weeks. Yeah. And, and that was like a an, an outlier. The fact that you're talking, I'm looking down your sheet right now and I'm looking at, you know, 92 weeks, a hundred weeks. I mean, waiting two years for a piece of equipment is, you know, is just staggering. And I guess to your point about, you don't see things slowing down and it's like, it, yes, the train's moving at a really fast speed right now. And that's great. Mm -hmm. But these, this all is a bunch more weight that we're putting on this train, which, you know, yeah. are, you know are going to be a drag on it at some point um yeah i mean I, I agree to that or or honestly we just get better at planning right and we really plan some things we get creative we've done that on a couple projects where hey we can't get that switchboard for you for 70 weeks but we can do x y and z and do it in 40 
right? So, um, you know, there are things that we can do uh, to get creative. Um, your mechanical subcontracting world is doing the same thing on their end, right? Um, yep. Because they're having similar issues as we are. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just plan, get ahead, you know, be honest with your customers and your developers and say, hey, look, it, we want to build this. If we buy it now, we can lock it in and we can really start the project, you know, in six months. We can't start tomorrow, but in six months we can start. And even though this lead time is really great, we've already procured that piece of equipment and it'll still come when we need it when we start in six months. Does that make sense? You know, so so there are ways to, to you know, mitigate um, the lead time constraints that we're up against for sure. You just got to be smart about it. You got to have patience and um, a little bit, of, a little bit more time, obviously, to do your work. But um, it is what it is. I mean, I'm dealing with a job now, and I'm, I won't name it, but generally, we're we're asking, what can we pay you? Like, how many more millions can we pay you to get this quicker? And we almost hmm. got laughed at by the factory saying, "There's no money you can offer us to make this go any quicker." And that's never been the case. I mean, when uh, I'm old enough to remember. Um, you know, uh, in the year 1999, when when you know everything was going to go to hell on December 31st, and everybody wanted everything done, but you know before New Year's happened, and people were paying astronomical amounts to get things quicker, and it worked. Yeah. And now you can't you can't do that. So um, yeah, yeah, dating it's myself, a, but that's uh, that was the very beginning of what I remember what I remember about the business. Yeah, but you no, can't get things right. Yeah, no, I mean it is frightening because everybody always says well there's always a price but sure. <laughs> no, we're, we're even breaking that uh age old <laughs> when the price say. tags are seven millions but you have amazon's worth uh, seven figures but you have amazon's and facebook's offering you know eight and ten uh, nine figures maybe maybe their pricing actually matters and ours doesn't who knows yeah so All right. well i want to be respectful of your time mike i i actually no, appreciate that re real quick for me um, but just so folks know, what frequency do you plan on? Uh, sure. we yeah, we're going to. So this is, um, you know, first week of November, roughly. We're getting this thing out now. Um, and then um, we'll probably do this again quarterly. So I would guess February would be our next edition. Um, and obviously, if there's some substantial changes um, between that and now and then, we'll hit it. Um, and if anyone has any comments on it, my email is on there. So shoot me a note. Um, you'll also find a download of it on your, your website, I believe, Joe. You're going to post it. Yeah, I'm going to send it out in that email. So if folks yep. go sign up for that email, it'll go out quarterly. You'll get it in your inbox. Um, Gasandelectrical.com. I'll throw my plug just, in there too. I'm sure we'll have it posted yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. Mike will have it up on his website as well. So that's where you can head to, to find all that information. I think it's valuable. Having seen it, I actually, I know it's valuable. Sure. So um, sign up and head to head to Gaston's website you can see it there as well and I, I think that's about it Joe I appreciate that thanks for having me on no problem all right take care Mike Absolutely.